Welcome to House of Hoops with Bo, Brian, and Jeff. I'm Jeff Hausman, coming to you from the House of Hoops studio in Memphis, Tennessee. episode 67 it's monday night may 31st 2021 thank you for listening here tonight coming to us from st paul minnesota virtually is bo brady what's up what up bo brian's not here this week he got last minute tickets to the game which is on right now memphis versus utah so he gets a promotion and he uh misses the first week of work that's all right he gets a pass he's at the game i guess he's probably not having a very good time didn't he say he was courtside? Yeah, he got really good tickets somehow. House of Hoops is on Twitter at House of Hoops. That's H-A-U-S of Hoops. We're on Instagram at House of Hoops Podcast. You can call us at 901-365-75 and leave a message anytime on a house line. Bo, how you doing, bud? I'm doing great. Good. How are you? Hanging in there. Been a little tense this week, but uh, got out and got active and played some golf today. Feeling a little better tonight. It's been a tense week, though. A lot tense going on. Work or at the house or? Just everywhere I go, it seems like everything is just tense, man. Dude, I almost so, got murdered on the interstate today. Ugh. It was so bad. I almost People got killed. Such assholes. Dude, it was bad. I'm sorry to hear that. It's so scary. <laughs> Yeah, it was nuts. Like, I had to slam on my brakes. Dude, cut me off. Was he in, like, some Nissan from the early, late 90s? I looked like a uh, like a Pontiac Bonneville or something. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. They did not give a shit. Passing, passing on the right, cutting me off on the middle lane. It's just stupid. People are insane. Anyway... What have you been up to, man? How you doing? Enjoying the the nice weather up here. They did a kind of a state fair makeup. So the Minnesota State Fair had like an early state fair this year or a, like a state state fair light. So we took the kids to that today and bought a bunch of junk food and walked around. They didn't have the midway or anything, you know, like full state fair. No no livestock, nothing like that. But uh, kids got to eat a 
egg roll on the stick, cookies, you know, all the sweets and all that. It was fun. The weather was good. Yeah. Weather's been pretty mild here in Memphis, too. The kids jumped on the trampoline this weekend, hung out with the neighbors. <laughs> yeah. All right. Have you been watching any TV? You see anything good this week? Uh, I hadn't really watched any TV. Watched basketball when I could. And that's about it. I did start this movie last night. It was on Hulu. I watched about an hour of it. Hmm. Hotel. It's called Hotel Mumbai from 2018. And it, it's it detail or it's about the uh, there's like some terrorist attacks in Mumbai back in 2008 and it's based off of that the first hour is super intense not exactly the best movie to watch before you go to bed but <laughs> yeah <laughs> i have a hard time falling asleep watching movies i always want to finish them yeah i wanted to finish it but it was it was like midnight so i called it yeah just turn it off you can always watch it later so what do we got this week? We got playoffs. I tried to formulate a trade for Paul George to get Paul George out of L.A., and then they evened up the series. They were down 0-2 to Dallas. I was like, oh, how are they going to trade uh, Paul George over the offseason? But now they've evened it up. So I don't know. Maybe he'll stay. Maybe they'll keep the band together if they – advance what do you think it would take for the clippers to have to kind of be forced to make a change what's Kawhi's uncle's name uncle uh <laughs> dennis i think it's uncle dennis you know something like that well, Kawhi's unhappy well what would make like the would it would it be getting knocked out of the semifinals like is it western conference finals or bust for them I don't know. I was talking to one of my buddies today at the state fair about the playoffs this year. It's kind of, it's all kind of a bloodbath. Mm-hmm. You know, Dallas, I guess the Clippers have high expectations. Like you said, is it, is it the conference finals or the finals? Yeah. It's not looking great for the Lakers with Anthony Davis out. I mean, but what do the Clippers do if they get bounced in the first round? Like, seriously, something would have to change. I I don't know. Yeah. I bet. I, I think Ballmer just goes in and just fires everyone. <laughs> it's possible. He's that kind of a guy. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Well, anyway, I came up with some scenarios for that situation. We can go through those later. All right. TV. So Netflix has a couple new things. Uh do you remember that show, the Aziz Ansari show, Master of None? Yes. They got a new season that's out. Oh. I don't really know what to make of it. I watched a few episodes, and it's, like, not really very funny. It's kind of sad. Hmm. It's like kinda, it's purposely sad? Yeah, I think so. Some it's parts not are that funny. they tried to make it funny, and you think it's a sad sad sorry excuse for television you're saying it's actually sad yeah it's like depressing Hmm. it's kind of weird i guess it's more of a like where are we at in our lives now take 
rather than the old ones. They were just running around New York acting crazy and goofing off. Right. It's more of like a what happens when you get a little older take on things. And then there's a, a new season of Hoarders on Netflix. <laughs> oh. Which always blows my mind. And uh, I can watch like one or two of those, but then I got to change it to something else. Start like reevaluating how my mind works. I got to get rid of all this shit. <laughs> it's funny the episodes for hoarders they're just the fucking people's names that are in the episode it's like episode janet <laughs> it's like oh god Ugh. episode brian clark those some of those people just are so out of it it's crazy so out of touch you got like tunnel vision anyway so i've been watching a little bit of that stuff when I've never time. really sat down and watched Hoarders before. What? You should. Man, I don't know. You should check one out. You got Netflix. This is true. I actually pay for it. Yeah, right, just watch one. I have my own account. They probably have all the seasons on there. Can't, I don't know. Let's see. What do you say we talk some hoops, huh? Let's do it. It's that time of the week where we get together and talk hoops. I've got the Grizzlies game on right now. I mean, this is pretty serious. It's a uh, game four. It's the home game for the Grizz, and uh, they're down two one in the series. They're keeping up though. It's uh, about halfway through the second quarter, and they're down forty six to forty three, but they're hanging in there. Utah, man, it's just those threes. I know it is. Jesus, gotta get. Bain and Tuna Melt got to get some threes going. Grayson's out there. It looks like they've got some good shooting on the court right now. Grayson just hit one. They're, they're kind of dar- what Darren Jada shoot them too. Mm. They do not want Grayson shooting them. They've been closing out on him. Mm-hmm. They're willing to take their chance with Ja, huh? It appears, yeah, because they're not given on that Grayson three. They didn't give him much space at all. Mm-hmm. They're flying out. Our big guys look like they're having trouble guarding the, uh, keeping the perimeter secure. See, what happens is Utah just put in so many three-point shooters at once. Yeah. And they'll just swing it around the perimeter. Somebody then, like ja, uh, like Jaron or Valanciunas that eventually will have to come out to the three-point line and they just can't get there. And then Gobert on the other end will just clean up anything at the rim. Yeah, he's... he's Guards the paint. You're not getting in there. And yeah, he's cleaning up boards. Blocking shots. It's 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 a good plan Utah has. They got a good formula in place. Whether or not the guys execute, that's kind of on them. But they've got all those veterans, you know, Bouyan, Bogdanovich, Joe Ingles, Jingles. It's like mostly veterans out there, Mike Conley. They know what they're doing. It's the reason they're the number one team in the league. Let's see. Did you see anything in the NBA news this week we're talking about? Anthony Davis injury. I guess yeah. we'll kind of see what what's what comes of that. Mm-hmm. We'd kind of been texting about the fans and how crazy they all are. 
Yeah, we can get into that. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I mean, it's just kind of playoff basketball right now. It's nothing. Obviously, there's no transactions. Mm-hmm. Just kind of injuries and. All right. So with Anthony Davis, I guess it's his groin, right? Mm-hmm. So like a grade one groin strain is one to two weeks of rest before returning to like uh you know exercising and working out so i bet he's out for two weeks yeah those groins man that takes a while that sucks for the lakers i guess it's gonna be hard for them to win without him but they still have bigs i mean that might this is i think one of the reasons why they went and they did go get drummond you know Better to have Gasol, Drummond, and AD. Of course, they have Montrez Harrell. Mm-hmm. They've got a, enough bigs to make it through a short-term injury like that. We'll see. I mean, the series is tied 2-2 two to two right now with Phoenix. The Lakers won two games last week, and Phoenix only won one. But that last win for the Suns was pretty important to get it all tied back up. Any other injuries? What else was there? Joel Embiid got hurt tonight. Hurt his knee, his right knee. It looked like he fell awkwardly, and it shook it a little bit. He did not return to the game, and the Sixers lost. So, hey, the the Wizards, who were down 0-3, won a game. They stay alive, and now they've, Maybe they've got some momentum. Maybe they think they can if, if Embiid's going to miss time. I mean, I don't think that team's shit without Embiid. I do like that Tyrese Maxey, though. I was watching that game before the Grizzlies game tonight, so it's fresh on my mind. Maxey, man, I think he went to Kentucky. It's that little, sounds about right, yes. It's a little guard. That dude is solid, man. I see a little bit of, like, DeAnthony Melton in him. He's a tough defender. He's scrappy, and uh, he can shoot, and he can get to the rim. He's got the floater game. He looks fucking good. Tyrese Maxey. Let's see. What other injuries were there? I can't think of Um, I can't think of anything else. And the, Another thing in news is that Utah Jazz center, former center Mark Eaton died. Oh, yeah. At 64. Tough. He was a two-time defensive player of the year hmm. yeah i saw that in the news i don't remember much of his career i've seen i've remember, i've watched some highlights of him over the years when did when was his last season 83 to 93 okay. so it was like way before that was bulls mania yeah his last couple years in the league he was an all-star and 88-89. He averaged six points a game, 3.8 blocks, and 10 rebounds. All right. And then his career kind of... I mean, he still was a defensive presence. I guess it didn't really trail off. It just He was just a defensive guy in, the, in his career. And as kids, that was not on our radar. That's for damn sure. We were too busy worrying about Shaq and Penny and... <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, Penny didn't come to the league till 94. I'm sure that's like 94. 
kids now. They're not so worried about guys like uh, Gobert, Tyrese Maxey, as much as they are, uh, or yeah, Rudy Gobert, as much as they are, you know, Steph Curry and Kevin, John Moran. Kevin Durant. Yeah. Kyle Anderson. <laughs> yeah, the kids are into Kyle Anderson. He's super marketable to, ch- to kids. <laughs> Jim, I check my. Uh slow-mo top shot on evaluate market see if it's gone up hmm. i'm guessing it has gone down hmm. i bought my slow-mo for five dollars it says worth two ouch yeah the market's not a uh, hot right now it's actually it keeps dropping everything is <laughs> let's see what else did you say uh Oh yeah, yeah. What is the deal with these asshole fans, Bo? <laughs> What's with these asshole fans? I don't know. I guess people have forgotten how to behave. Maybe they're extra drunk. Yeah, some guy uh, stormed the court and the Wizards. Yeah, what the game fuck is tonight. that all about? <laughs> that security guard just wrapped up his legs and took him <laughs> down. That poor security guard. He's like. He's probably watching him. He's like, I'm going to have to do this, aren't I? <laughs> I think he made it like a pretty far away. He got on the court and then flop, slap. You could hear it before you could see it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. He just got fucking taken down. It was pretty funny. Yeah, the, I, I was comparing it to people that have been in prison, and it's like they're now they're out and they don't know how to act. It's like everybody's been locked up for a year and now they're just let loose onto society and they don't know how to act. But with like the fans like throwing popcorn and water bottles and shit, I don't know if it's anything new. I think that kind of stuff has happened and maybe been happening for since the beginning of sports. I think there's now a microscope over the situation. It's getting a lot of attention. The media's talking and showing a lot of it. And uh, I think they're trying to make these people look bad so it stops, you know? Mm-hmm. I understand yelling something at a player to attempt to throw them off. I get that. I also understand what a line is, too. With the Westbrook situation, you know, he's dealt with ridicule for a long damn time. And now people are pouring food on him. I guess pretty low. And in Utah this time, you have people harassing team members' families in the stands. That happened with the Grizzlies. I guess John Morant's family and Dylan Brooks's family were harassed in the stands. Utah's got like a really bad reputation. They're fans. You hear it all the time. People saying racial slurs and bigotry and you hear it all the time about these jazz fans. I don't know what the deal is. Bunch of fucking animals. I think what these fans need to realize is they're not affecting the game at all. They're just being assholes. You're not going to that's not going to take somebody out of the game. It's just making you look bad. You're taking easy shots and you're making others feel uncomfortable. I mean, imagine the kids that are seated around you or imagine 
like somebody that doesn't feel that way towards other human beings and you're just you're just making yourself look bad i mean people get killed in some neighborhoods for these kinds of actions i don't think they're funny i don't think you're they're cool i think they're just acting out inappropriately in public and think there's no repercussions because it's sports or whatever you think you're protected because there's so many people around? Perhaps. But say it when no one's around to protect you. Or hey, here's a thought. Don't be an asshole just because you don't like someone for whatever dumb reason. Like maybe they're on the other team. They're not on your home NBA basketball team. But I really do hope the league, the teams, the sponsors continue to support the players being overly targeted inappropriately. It looks like most um, sponsors and teams and league officials have acted accordingly. I imagine if you asked 20,000 people, like an NBA arena full of people, about their opinions on these matters, I bet 99% of them would be embarrassed about the actions of their fellow citizens. But some people just can be so fucking dumb sometimes, you know? I think it's a small percentage. But y'all are embarrassing your entire fucking city. And frankly, I think they should be ashamed. And that goes to the dude that's throwing water bottles, the dude that's throwing food on players, the guy that's harassing team members' families in the stands. What are we doing here? What do you think, Bo? I don't know. I think you got a few, like one bad mm-hmm. out of 15,000, you get one asshole, and they've ruined the fun for everybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's pretty much where I'm going, what I'm getting at. Should we move on? Yeah, I, I just, I don't know what to say. It's disappointing. Yeah. Much like with anything else, when people act out, it's just making yourself look bad. That guy running on the court today was hilarious, though. (laughs) I know I'm not supposed to condone that type of behavior, but, I mean, watching him get slapped down on the ground. (laughs) And who doesn't want to storm the court? Like, you know, inside, secretly, deeply, maybe want to rush the court. You drink enough beers, it'll go through your mind. Well, I don't know. Brian's at the game right now. Maybe I'd be willing to him on the court. I mean, I'm thinking maybe he takes a shoe off and throws it at Rudy Gobert. I could see that. Probably not, but I don't know how much he's had to drink. Let's see if we can get him to zoom us at like halftime. Is it halftime now? Yeah. I'm just going to send him the link. Let's see what happens. Hold on. Wait, so is it see Draymond if, Green on the damn broadcast? Yeah, he's filling in for Shaq. Oh, what, what's wrong with Shaq? He's probably shooting a commercial somewhere. Or maybe he's at the game. Maybe he skipped out on work to go to the game. No, I, as much as I despise Draymond, I, I do think he's a smart guy mm-hmm. and an excellent basketball player. I despise the the villain, the opposing Draymond. Yeah, he's just an animal. Yeah, if he was on my team, I would love him. If he was a Grizzly, he'd be one of the all-timers. Oh, he would be such a Grizzly. (laughs) 
He'd be like the Kyle Anderson. <laughs> yeah, he's a different level. I like uh, in that group text with Webb. Shout out Webb. He was. <laughs> He was saying that uh, Draymond sucks and needs to go to the G League. And you and I, like, <laughs> basically at the same time, I said he would be. No, he said he said summer league. Oh yeah. And I said he would be summer league MVP. <laughs> <laughs> he Draymond would shred summer league. Yeah, would be stupid. He wouldn't even have to score any points. All right, hold on. I'll get a hams. Uh oh, Brian's coming in. Oh, better hurry. Ryan, where are you? Hey. hey. <laughs> I know that dude. Did you hear? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's going on? Where are you? <laughs> uh, we're in the Audi Sport Lounge. <laughs> All right. And Alpha score is 59 to 54. <laughs> Grizz are putting up a big fight. Uh, referees are actually letting them play basketball. It's amazing when they do that, that uh, the Grizz can, can hang in there with Utah Jazz. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all got some was, good uh, seats? Really good. Yeah. Zebo is like five seats away from me. It's fucking awesome. Zebo's <laughs> <laughs> like right next to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Anyway, uh, yeah, having, having a good time drinking some Hennessy and Cokes. And uh, <laughs> all right, some basketball. Cool, man. Well, thanks for checking in. Feel free to uh, join back in later. I'll I'll try to catch up with you in the uh, at the end of the third quarter. All right, enjoy the game. Keep your shoes tied. <laughs> See you, bud. See you. <laughs> all right. I got my hams. That was great to catch up with Brian. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Let's see. Moving on. Playoffs. It's just two weeks into the playoffs. I've just been kind of watching a little bit of everything, just kind of feeling out the playoffs, trying to figure out who's good, who I want to root for, who I want to watch. What did I say last week? I said, I don't really know who's winning most of these series. And now we look, and everybody in the West, up until tonight, you know, the Grizzlies are playing their fourth game right now, but everybody in the West is 2-2. Every series. Since last week, Utah went on a run and won two games, first one game in Memphis. And then uh, the Clippers won two games. Dallas won one. Denver won two games. Portland won one. Phoenix only won one game. The Lakers won two. It's pretty shocking that all of the series, like hopefully like Memphis should win tonight to keep the tradition alive of all of the series going to two to two. That would be ideal. They should, uh, it should be a guaranteed win here. Okay. <laughs> so who's calling the game? Kenny Smith and who's this? Vest, they're both vested men. Uh, Sparrow Dedes? Who the hell not, is that? It's not Kenny Smith. It's Greg Anthony. Greg right? Anthony. Kenny Smith. Greg Anthony. My bad. Yeah. Cole Anthony's dad. I didn't see the other guy. I don't know. I haven't is heard. it actually Cole Anthony's dad? I didn't think. Greg Anthony? Yeah. Yeah. Is it? I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cole's a killer. Yeah, he's good. Oh, yeah. Look at that. 
Huh. I missed that. Yeah, Cole's very good. I've told was, you that before. Got, have you? Well. <laughs> In one ear and out the other. I remember a lot of stuff. <laughs> Selective memory. It's possible. I'll have me a beer. No more White Claw? I only had the one. So when the playoffs come around, I kind of just take it day by day. Maybe let's go through the week. All right. Monday night we recorded, but there were a couple games, and I kind of kept up with them. That was Milwaukee stomping Miami, 132-98. to 98. And then Portland losing to Denver, another blowout, 109-128. to 128. I was kind of hoping for underdog wins that night, like Miami and Portland, let's go, but no dice. Very large point differentials from the favorites that night. Uh, Portland, they're coming back. They're not out of it. That's one of my favorite series to watch right now, Denver-Portland. Do you have a favorite or any that you've really been like making a point to check out? Obviously, the the Grizzlies I can't is must see TV for me. Oh yeah, well I thought that was just a given, but yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, it's well, anything with Memphis in it is like, come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> any other ones? Uh, I like that Knicks Hawk series. I haven't I haven't watched every game, but. Trey Young's been pretty good. Yeah, the Knicks are down one game to three games against Atlanta. I think yeah. that might be toast. That's possible. And then the Suns Lakers series has some is interested interesting to me as well. That's been fun with Chris Paul getting hurt and now he looks like he's getting better. And then AD got hurt. That's been I've actually quite enjoyed watching the Lakers in Phoenix, which is weird because I usually don't care about watching the team that's supposed to win it all or whatever i've been watching those brooklyn games brooklyn is so fun to watch i know it's weird watching brooklyn and then you you see durant and Kyrie, and then all of a sudden you're like oh wait, wait they have james harden too yeah how can you contain all those dudes at once i don't know if it can be done but like the lower tier games like uh dallas and the clippers i haven't really enjoyed watching those as much not as much as i've enjoyed watching portland versus denver like for our uh kind of underdog series to watch it's been portland denver for me and of course utah memphis what are the grizzlies doing right now trailing they're trailing but they're making baskets and dylan brooks is doing dylan brooks things like the new dylan brooks things yeah, his touch around the rim has improved scoring-wise. Damn, Ja. Damn what? He just, that layup, misdirection. Oh, yeah. He's unpredictable, man. He's got that. You don't know what he's going to do, typically, when he has the ball. <laughs> no. That's a good thing. So... You've been watching uh, Phoenix Lakers a little bit? A little bit, yeah, when what, I can. What were you saying on that? I think Aiton has shown some improvement in the series. Mm -hmm. And if AD's out, 
it certainly opens up the the door for the Suns to win the series. Mm-hmm. Every one of these Western Conference series has the potential to go to like seven games. <laughs> They're so even, and now like. I mean, that's what I was thinking when I first started looking at the matchups after they were set. I was like, I don't know who's going to win these series. It's hard to say. There's yeah. Denver has Jokic and MPJ. Portland, you got that backcourt. It's just tough, man. Like, who has a clear advantage? I don't think any team, you could say Utah has a clear advantage over Memphis. Yeah, and you would be right by saying that, but Memphis will continue to fight. It appears we'll see how this game goes. I feel like this is a make it or break it game here. Well, the problem with playing Utah when you're Memphis is, or any team, is you can be close with Utah, then all of a sudden they get two or three stops and hit two or three, two or three, four threes, and it's just bang, 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 a fifteen point game. <laughs> yeah. But all of the other series look, I mean, I, I'm, I'm still, I thought the Clippers were dead in the water after losing their first two home games. But then they came back and they won two last week. Yeah. So it's just really hard to say. I can't say for sure, like, who's going to win any of these series. The East is a little more obvious. Philly's in trouble after losing tonight against Washington if they don't, don't have Embiid. I don't think they're in that much trouble. They're down. They got to win one game. Yeah. One game. But without Embiid? That's going to be tough. He didn't come back in that game. Miami got swept. Now, is that... I didn't watch any of that series. Did Miami get swept because they weren't as good as they were last year or did they get swept because the bucks are that much better? I want to say the bucks are that much better. That bam dude looked like he struggled. They don't have Jay Crowder. <laughs> right. And then the bucks, the bucks, man, drew holiday. Let's take a look at the final elimination game from Miami. Giannis is getting triple doubles. Yeah. He's not making any threes. Drew Holiday's out there getting almost triple doubles with a bunch of steals. I think Drew Holiday is super important to that team. I think you're right. Trevor Ariza. I don't know. He might have played himself out of the league in this series. That elimination game, he played 20 minutes. He had 11 points, didn't really do anything else. 50% from three, but it's a minus 14. I don't know. He might he might be done. How old is Trevor Ariza? He's like 1,000. He's like 37, isn't he? He had no points in the game three loss. I don't know. He's 35. Yeah. He's about to be 36 in a month. Hmm. Miami's got a ton of money tied up in Andre Iguodala, right? That should be coming uh, off the books. I think he's on the books next year. But they'll just trade him to 
trade him with a draft pick to Oklahoma City. <laughs> it's a team option for Iggy next year. 15, uh, 15 million. I don't know, man. I mean, Jimmy Butler only got 12 points in an elimination game. Duncan Robinson was held one of four from three with five total points in the game. Only played 15 minutes. I guess Tyler Hero is kind of the future of that team, huh? I don't know. I don't is know. he? I don't know. Miami might shake it up in the offseason. You can't get swept in the first round and then expect everybody to just come back and be motivated and thinking positively. I guess it depends on if you, as a as a coach and a team, just feel like Milwaukee was that. Milwaukee goes on and wins the title. Mm-hmm. Goes four 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 four. It makes you sweeps everybody. I guess we'll see how it all plays out. Yeah. Milwaukee might just. I mean, if they if they just wax the Nets, <laughs> not that the Nets have advanced, but we can safely, potentially safely assume, or we could, for the sake of discussion say the nets are going to win yeah i think so that series that's gonna be a fun one bucks nets that's gonna, that's a that's crazy that those teams are going to play in the second round mm-hmm. to a very good team is going to be knocked out i know semis which philly up three one has to feel pretty good about that yeah philly atlanta's that would, could be interesting so far, watching the playoffs has been a lot of fun. I've I'm sure the it. Bucks would much rather be playing Atlanta than the Nets. Yeah, no, no question. Yeah, I'm sure they're fine with the way it ended up. Yeah, back to Brooklyn though. Durant, Irving, Harden. Seeing these guys play together so little almost makes it feel like brand new to watch in the playoffs. It's like exciting to watch them play. You know what I mean? It's like the beginning of the season. Like you want to see kind of how it works out. Just want to see how it looks with everyone playing together. You know what I mean? It's still it's like brand new. It's the playoffs, the season's over, but it's still like a brand new situation because we just saw so little of these guys playing together. The game they played on Tuesday against Boston they were demolishing Boston by halftime. It was like 47 to 71. It's cheat codes, Bo. It's video game shit. It is. But I've quite enjoyed watching Brooklyn. And if they play the Bucks, dude, I'm, I mean, that is going to be so crazy. Each game is going to be so different. Both teams are going to be adjusting throughout the series. I imagine we'll see at least one Amazing Giannis game. Let's see. What else was uh, Tuesday? Dallas played the Clippers. That was that crazy game where there was 144 first half points. Luka and Kawhi both went off. That was the game, I believe, where Dallas went up 2-0. And that's when I started thinking about Bomber just firing everyone and Kawhi Leonard walking on his Player option. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the Cl- like the Clippers don't have any draft picks really to mess around with. They have some tradable assets. They've got some younger guys they can move. They also have a huge Paul George contract. They could 
get a handful of players for. It might have to be like a three-team deal or something. They could rebuild that team and not have to like start from the bottom. They could reload it. OKC has all their picks. Right. So they wouldn't they wouldn't want to go young young. They would want to just kind of maybe maybe bring in some guys that are getting towards the prime of their career. Trade Paul George to Miami for Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, and <laughs> I don't know, something like that. And then sign sign and trade Kawhi to Toronto for Kyle Lowry. Well if <sighs> Well, they've traded their future to win now. If they get knocked out in the first round, they're not winning. Right. It seems like a perfect scenario for the win now, Hausman prime zone approach. Try not to lose anything of real value and grab some players that are in their mid-20s. I was thinking about this a lot over the week. So I looked at the Clippers roster over and over and over. They've got $148 million on the books for next season. The only team that I could see them making a straight-up trade with, and I don't know if Detroit would ever trust the Clippers again, but a trade with Detroit looks good if Detroit would want Paul George. That's kind of the hard part about it. Indiana has a lot of players that I like and would want to trade Paul George for. You could send Paul George back to Indy. Well, Those no. are like the two teams you couldn't trade with. The Clippers. <laughs> Clippers, Detroit, and then obviously Paul George back to Indy. Yeah. They probably wouldn't want to make a deal, huh? No. Well, that's where it gets difficult because we just don't know what teams would be willing to give up or what teams are willing to deal for Paul George. We just don't have that kind of information. Yeah, you wouldn't want, I mean, I wouldn't think Utah would want to trade. I mean, they would probably trade Bojan and a future pick for Paul George, but I don't know if the Clippers would want to do that because Bojan is more of a system player with Qu- Quinn Snyder is not going to improve the Clippers, but Paul George would improve the, the Jazz significantly. Mm-hmm. Or you would think. Yeah. Would think uh, the Jazz might have some money coming up. Mike Conley leaving. You think he's leaving? I don't know. Yes, I think he probably would leave. I don't know. It depends what the Jazz do. Did Jazz get knocked out of the first round this year by the Memphis Grizzlies. I don't think it's happening. But let's say that <laughs> say the Jazz say beat they, the Grizzlies in five or six. Say the Jazz more likely five. Yeah. Okay. And I don't know. They have a. Either they win the second round against the Clippers or the the Mavericks, or they have a good series with those against those either of those teams, right? So is Conley gonna? You think he would leave? Like go to New York or something like that? I don't know. Well, you know what I think. I think he's going to the Lakers to play. Oh, to play with Gasol. Yeah. For the minimum. Yeah. He's got all the money in the world. And then he, he gets a chance to reconnect with Mark and play for the Lakers with LeBron. And that's like the missing piece in L.A. is like the point guard situation for the Lakers, I think. Yeah. And if, AD, if they don't 
they fizzle out because AD's hurt, and then they think Mike can push him over the top, I suppose. Yeah. So the only guys on the Clippers that I really actually like is uh, Zubak, Luke Kennard, Terrence Mann, and I guess they could keep Yogi Ferrell because he's not even like a fully guaranteed contract. It's not very much money. Okay, so here's my here's my getting off of Paul George trade plan. All right. Detroit gets Paul George and Daniel Oturo. Okay. <laughs> and uh Detroit gives up Jeremy Grant, Corey Joseph, Jalil Okafor, and Rodney Magruder. All four of those players are between 25 and 29 years old. Jalil is only 25 years old. There's still a chance. And that gives them a shooting guard, a center, a point guard, and a small forward that are all basically in the prime of their career, and they get off that huge Paul George contract, which goes up to $42 million next year. With that Detroit Clippers trade... It would have to be next year's contracts, not this year's contracts. So before you punch it in the ESPN trade machine and tell me it's not possible, you got to look at next year's salaries, not this year's salaries. And you can't change the year's salaries on the trade machine. So I had to do it with a calculator. Anyway. I assume if the Clippers fizzle out this season, Kawhi Leonard and Serge Ibaka are both just going to walk. That's what I think. And then they'll be stuck with Paul George and nothing. And no cap space to sign free agents. Losing now for the Clippers and Kawhi Leonard walking or Serge, and Serge Ibaka walking, that really puts the Clippers in a tough spot where they, I think they might be forced to trade Paul George also, Jeremy Grant is the only player out of those four guys that I just traded for from Detroit. Jeremy Grant's the only guy that has more than one year left on his deal. So all those other three guys are expiring at the end of the season. So you kind of you kind of get a chance to kind of clean out a little bit, a, a big chunk of salary, be like just that. twenty million. And you think Detroit just wants to be in the playoffs and be a Charlotte? Just be like, give me Paul George. I don't know if Detroit does the deal, but Detroit doesn't really give anything up. They give up Jeremy Grant. That's about it. Yeah. And they get a young guy, this Daniel Oturo. I mean, do we really think Jeremy Grant is like the future of Detroit? Does Detroit think that? No, he might as well have Paul George. Yeah. Get some people excited, maybe. Oh, shit, they pulled off the heist of a lifetime. They got Paul George. That's what they thought when they got Blake Griffin, didn't they? Mm, I don't think it was a heist of a lifetime. They just wanted to get an all-NBA player, and they got one. He got third-team all-NBA. They just built that new arena. Little Caesars arena. Oh, my gosh. What are the Grizzlies doing? They're down... Nine. Jaw just turned it over. Jordan Clarkson got a bucket. They're down nine. Damn. 
This is going about how I expected it to. The Jazz are just really good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I like Dylan's kind of come to a different level. And it sucks that Jaw's kind of still working working back. Jaron. Yeah, without let's just say without excuse me, Jaron, golly. Jaron's still kind of working it back. Jaw is Jaw's been awesome. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. We'll see what happens with the Clippers, but they could be staring down a dark tunnel if they get knocked out in the first round. Or I don't know what their expectations are. I don't know like how like how mad does Ballmer get if they get knocked out in the second round to Utah or something. Just don't know. Let's see what else happened. Drummond, he got fired up for the uh, Lakers Phoenix game on Tuesday. He came out and played really well. He read all the tweets. He heard all the podcasts. Everybody's been slandering him. And uh, he really put in a good effort in that game. I watched a little bit of it. And it was it was easy to notice that somebody lit a fire under his ass. That was the game Chris Paul didn't play at the end of the game. He only played like mm-hmm. 20 minutes in the game. I can't believe it, but I actually kind of feel bad for Chris Paul the way that injury came down and he couldn't play and couldn't do shit out there. And the Phoenix was losing games to the Lakers. The Lakers barely won, but they won nonetheless. But now it's, it's funny because Chris Paul looks like he's getting better and now AD's out. What? That was a really great night of basketball after the Boston game was done with a lot of fun games there. Like I said, for some reason, the Lakers-Phoenix is really intriguing. Good teams. Wednesday, Grizz-Jazz. A lot of jazz whistles in the first half. Did you watch that game? I did. That was fun. The Grizzlies were playing from behind from essentially the first foul called on them. Mm-hmm. Memphis was getting like no threes. Utah's making half their threes. Very high count of fouls for Utah early in this game, which kind of fucked up the Grizzlies' mojo. Mm-hmm. Guys couldn't stay in the game. Utah's hitting threes. Ugh. That was the John Morant 47-point game. Franchise record for most points in a game, any game ever for Memphis, which is impressive on its own, I think. Yeah, it, it felt like a really long game, but I compared the game log minutes to an average NBA game, and it was just a normal average NBA game. I think it was just the first half was so slow with all the damn fouling. Mm-hmm. They sped it the fuck up in the third quarter, and that was when the Grizzlies went on their run, and the game finished at a normal time. Jenkins is getting interviewed right now. Turn your sound up real quick. And the focus as you get ready for the fourth. 
thought we had great energy, honestly. I mean, offensively down the stretch, we just missed some wide open shots, and they made you pay on the other end. I mean, they're hitting tough shots. A couple stretches there where we got to keep them in front a lot better. They can't get downhill, lob dunks, kick out the threes. But our energy's there. Guys are going to keep fighting for 12 more minutes here and give us a great chance to win the ball game. And Dylan Brooks picked up that four foul. He, he showed a lot of confidence, leaving him out there for a little while. He was rewarded for you with some gritty play. Talk about what you're going to need for him down the stretch. Yeah, huge impact. He's got to keep staying disciplined. Uh, keep making the right plays on the offensive end. Keep the aggressive defensive, but also smart at the same time. We're going to more entire for here to try to win a game. If Man, Jaron can't hit a shot. If this game gets close, we'll just uh, we'll just kind of watch it. But right now, it's like a thirteen point game. Yeah. Tuna hit a three. Tuna with the corner three. He hasn't hit one of those in a while. Nice. Let's see. Next in my notes, it says uh, Miami got swept. Sorry, Josh. He's coming on next week. By the way, is Brian on or no? I'm bringing Josh in just in case Brian uh, decides to no show again. No show. There you go. I don't remember if he picked them to come out of the East or win the whole thing. We didn't do a we didn't do a bracket. We should have. Well, we still can. Yeah, certainly. And then next round we get the uh, my favorite, the draft lottery. Yeah, the lottery is coming up. Let's do once we get into the second round. Let's uh, all put together a bracket like second round and on. Well, the only problem is the second round starts while the first is still going on, but we can figure it out. Well, we would need Brian here to make all the picks. Yeah, maybe next week we can do some. Yeah, predict predictions. All right. Let's see. I worked Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Didn't watch a whole lot there. Portland tied it up first Denver. You cannot count Portland out. You cannot count Damian Lillard out. Never. Did you know Brian went to the last Grizzlies game too? I'm aware of that. He, he's living quite the life. What the fuck is going on here? Quite the vaccinated life. I mean, I was I was prepared to ask him about that game. But uh, I guess we'll just never know. Never know, yeah. He could have left us a voicemail. Yeah, he didn't really put forth much effort at all for the last week, I guess. At least he did zoom in with us and tell us about the Hennessy he was drinking tonight. <laughs> yep, that was helpful, and, and uh, that was fun. What a great time we're having. I liked his chin diaper and what you could see in the video. The listeners at home could not see his chin chin diaper, but... <laughs> he had a, it's okay he had a drink in his hand it's true oh boy Grizzlies are so it. let me ask you off topic here is the city Memphis so they, they, there's no mask mandate anymore right correct but are many, you wearing a mask at work many private businesses are just re, are still requiring masks to enter well, I can't I can't imagine that's easy to enforce in a restaurant or no, sir. Outside of a specialty shop where your customer base is already kind of like-minded. Jaron just threw one down hard. Yeah, no, it's not fun. Uh, where I work, we've gotten completely out of the mask business. So are you wearing one at all or no? Yes, employees are wearing them. Customers are we're just like, whatever you want to do. Whatever. Don't okay. care. We're getting back like, to making food. 
I kind of like the food prep guys wearing masks anyway. Right. I that's, think that kind of makes sense. That's part of the thinking and reason reasoning about it was we could have taken them off. Like uh, other restaurants are doing it, but we don't want to scare anybody. Sure. And if some redneck thinks I'm stupid for wearing it, then he doesn't know what he's then talking do, about. Then it doesn't matter. Yeah. He can just be mad that I'm wearing a dirty rag on my face or whatever. But uh, we're, we're getting out of the business of trying to tell people what to do. Sure. It doesn't really matter. We're, we're just going like, to. And we what we did was we kept all our tables six feet apart. So everybody can be comfortable regardless. If somebody comes in without a mask and wants to sit at a table and keep their mask off, like, well, at least you're six feet apart. You're not all on top of each other. Right. So we've tried to make it comfortable for everybody. That's like that's the thing. It's, it's, we're just being careful with our moves and what we do. You don't want to go from zero to a hundred, you know. Which some places are doing. Some places have just said fuck it all. <laughs> well, I think I think that's that's okay. But that's their right, I think I if you're <clears throat> if if you're a specialty shop and you want to keep masks on like i think someplace like goner records if they had a mask only policy and that's a very small specialty shop like i said four times now like that client that that customer base is not going to have an issue with it they're not gonna be like well i'm gonna go buy my records online online (laughs) from goner.com or or i'm gonna go to uh I don't know. What are the record stores there in town in Memphis? Shangri-La. Shangri-La, yeah. There's a more, but... But yeah, it's it's different than going to, say, Kroger, where they can't enforce anything anyway. Yeah, we're just trying to make people feel comfortable. Like They are employees, and me, personally, I could give a shit less. I You're vaccinated, man. You're good. Well, about wearing a mask, though, like, I don't care. I'm so used to it for wearing it for eight hours at a time for the last year and a half. It's like not, I don't even notice it anymore. So yeah, the jazz Grizzlies game, game three, right off the bat, I saw Jaron hit the floor for a loose ball and I'm saying, okay, now I'm seeing energy and effort from Jaron that I had not seen yet in the playoffs. He then saved a ball from going out of bounds. I like that. He's just he's just making effort, and it's like night and day. Somebody got into Jaron's ass and woke him up. I don't know whether it's his teammates, his coaches, or the media, whatever. Somebody woke him up, and ever since then, he's been playing harder. Tonight, too, I'm seeing, I'm seeing it. Just more effort. I don't care if he's a finesse player, like maybe Pau Gasol was, or if he wants to play like a guard and shoot threes and not bang down low. I don't care. As long as you have effort and energy and you're trying and you're not sulking because you can't make a shot. Like, don't give up on the game just because your shot's not going in, dude. So, yeah, it's been a pleasant surprise to see him putting forth more effort. Uh, if if his shot starts falling and he can hit like five threes or four threes in the game, then 
that puts us right up there with Utah. In that game, Memphis couldn't really control their fouls. And it wasn't just the fouls in general. It was the inopportune times of the game when the fouling is going on. The free throw discrepancy. The Jazz were 22 of 27 for 81% from free throw in that game. The Grizzlies shot 14 free throws and made 12. So it's like almost half as many free throw attempts in the game. That's not helping Memphis. The general feeling I get around town talking to people about Grizzlies is that they mm-hmm. that everybody kind of thinks they have a chance. But Utah is ready to win now, and it's all those damn threes. Like That's, any, uh, that's all anybody wants to talk about is all the damn Utah threes that Memphis gives up. A lot of complaining about how players should be playing, you know, Oh, Jaron should be banging down low, or oh, they need to get Valanciunas more involved. Which is, I agree, Valanciunas needs to be involved in the game heavily. Oh, right now we're about midway through the fourth. It's only a three-point game. Memphis is down. I don't know. Have you talked or thought Grizzlies much? Yeah, I. I feel like this has been. I think the Jazz three-point shooting is just is hard for any team to overcome, mm-hmm. and and I think the Jazz are going to win the series. And I'm interested to see how how Dallas or the Clippers deal with Utah in the next round. Mm-hmm. I think it'll say a lot about how the how the Grizzlies are coached and how good they are. Yeah, and I think it's like good experience, even if Jaron is not not quite all there this is like excellent experience for him and for Ja, for everybody even in losing the series even if they lose the series in five games i don't see any downside yeah from the grizzlies end. i just think the jazz are that good the feeling i'm getting from folks around town is that nobody expected us to be here memphis that is the, the grizzlies nobody expected them to be in the playoffs nobody expected them to actually win a game well, right. If you would have told Grizzlies fans when they after hired Taylor Jenkins that yeah. his second year in the, that they'd be an eight seed mm-hmm. and they'd win one game, mm-hmm. the Grizzlies fans would take it. Yeah, this is all kind of feels like bonus. Like this is just yeah. icing on on the top, you know. Right, and I feel like this yeah. is kind of chum for the Grizzlies. They're just kind of chumming the waters. Yeah, they're growing. stirring it up. They're get they're get they're getting their some experience. Their feelers out there. Yeah, yeah, some growth. There's no downside to making the playoffs. I don't care if you get swept or not. There's no downside to being there. Even if you get swept, you realize that you're not there. You're not on that level. You got work to do. It can be a wake up call. I'm all about winning, 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 and I don't care if your team is shit and you shouldn't even be in the playoffs. You learn a lot just from being there. And you get the national television coverage. <laughs> so people can actually see who you are. Don't nobody know who Desmond Bain is, but they will after this series. People may have been skeptical of 
John Morant, but they'll see him now. He's on ESPN. He's on TNT. 360 dunk. 360 dunk. 47 points. Wake up. Wake up, world. John Morant is here. You hear me? You hear? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Come on, Grizzlies. Wow, transition three, tuna melt. Ooh. <laughs> I'm behind still. Oh, he's bringing it up. He just pulls up he here? Just pulls up. <laughs> oh, look at that. I what was like, whoa. <laughs> Slow-mo, I liked it. Easy. On the bench. He's feeling it. Oh, my God. That number 10 for Utah. The fucking the horse champion. Oh, he hit this. Damn. <laughs> I hate that you're on delay. I know. Oh, well. Maybe I can pause mine to time it. I don't worry about time it. Time it up. What are you at now? 448-765-4-3-2-1. Man, nobody's got masks on in that crowd. That's the vaccinated that cracker section. Rapper? Cracker wrapper? I don't know. There was some cracker wrapper. Lived in my kind of near my parents. I don't know what a cracker wrapper he pulled is. That, he was some like Bond guy that lived near my parents' house. Mark Goodfellow? He made some rap. Oh. No, it was not Goodfellow. <laughs> He's a used car salesman. He's not a Bond guy. He, might, I don't know. he does a lot of things. He's not in the. I'd be surprised if he's in financing and bonds. Goodfellow does a lot of things. He's financing cars. What? Oh, that's that's true. He's financing cars. He's used car sales. We are the bank. (laughs) I used to valet cars when at Ronnie Grassani's there on at right before the Union Viaduct to Poplar there. Mm. Mm -hmm. Did that for. I remember less less than a year. And he would come in there and come out and I don't remember if he was smoking cigs or not, but he'd be outside talking shit to people he's drinking with. <laughs> talking about playing pickup basketball and like crossing people over and shit. <laughs> I was like, all right, goody, you get it. I was talking to him about basketball one day and he goes, God damn it. I wish we could have Luca instead of this John Morant. <laughs> <laughs> he was so mad that we didn't have Luca. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong, but. Uh, it, more was like John, have, it was like John Morant's rookie year still. <laughs> how about have... Well, they, they almost had Luka. It was a four-person draft. It was a three-person draft. <laughs> mm. Grizz got lucky that Sacramento was in the mix. Yeah, he's a, he's a big basketball fan. He goes to all the games. He's got season tickets. He's got more money than he does since, I think. I don't know. Yeah, I know. There's nothing wrong with being a used car salesman. He does very well for himself. Yeah, they got a nice thing going where they finance the cars and then they give them to anybody, no credit check. And then as yeah. soon as they don't make payments, they just go get the car and then sell it again. Yeah. Yeah. He tried to make oh. a reality TV show about repoing cars hmm. I think it was on like YouTube or something <laughs> yeah anyway 
anyway, he's a nice enough guy, I guess. I don't know him. No, he was. He seemed out of all the the patrons that were there, he was. He was. He was always very nice. He. He was never uh, too good or too interested to talk to me. Right. 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 He was just. He was doing his own thing. He was busy. Was but just, very nice. Yeah. He's just existing in the world and floating yeah. around in his own good time. Exactly. He's not better than or worse than or whatever. He's just happy to to be in this world is my impression. Yeah, I think you might be right. We got four minutes left in the game. At what point are we just going to like watch the game? Mm, now? <laughs> Where are you at on your clock? Uh, seven, it's, it's it's stopped now. Three fifty-seven. Yeah. All right. I think I I think I slowed mine down enough to be on time. Gobert has not shot his first free throw yet. Huh. He's thinking about it. Here he goes shooting it now. Buckets. Nothing but net. Quinn Snyder just mowing on that piece of gum yeah you think that's gum in there or is it just tongue <laughs> i was thinking it's, it's Jer- rocks it's jerry sloan's tongue oh my god <laughs> <laughs> so he he's been saving his fingers and toes to chew on during playoff games bones he's chewing on bones oh conley just stripped jaw yeah he did shit Get it back, Jaw. Mitchell screen, huh? Oh my God, Mike! Damn. Not like this. <laughs> you could have had me. That's all Mike Conley is gonna say in the press conference. You had me. You should have kept me. Ah, uh, he's gonna say thanks. You had. You could have had me. I like him They're being just a keep sassy. Going back. They're just going to keep going back to him. He's going to keep hitting him. I, I like him better as a sassy, like, um, um, ex-girlfriend. <laughs> oh, Bojan. He missed. Bitter. She's like the sassy, bitter ex-girlfriend. Uh, I like him better that way. <sighs> See what you missing? Ten point game. Damn, just like that. You ain't never going to get this again. If I'm going to lose, at least let Mike Conley be part of it. You can't we have your, this. Grizz got your draft pick next year, Utah. How do you feel about that? Great. We feel great. <laughs> <laughs> Not concerned with it. Worth it. We don't want to get younger. We wanted to get Mike Conley. Or, think Conley's going to play in the Olympics this summer? No. They have an Olympic team yet? They failed to qualify that three on three. Today? Yeah. <laughs> the U.S. did. That'd be funny. The U.S. just set out. We tired. <laughs> this is Dylan Brooks' gold medal this year. There's a lot of money to be made in the NBA right now. I don't know if the rest of the world is privy to this. But it turns out we good. the NBA is more lucrative than the Olympics. Lithuania wins gold. <laughs> Germany. Dirk comes out of retirement. 
That's Dirk and Casey Jacobson. I was told there would be no NBA players in this tournament. <laughs> I'm here to play. It's Tony Parker, Rudy Gobert. What the fuck are you doing, Grayson? We're down eight with a minute and a half to go. Damn. What happened? Threes. That's what happened. Yeah, that's what ha- that's what I've been saying this whole time. They just all of a sudden start hitting them, and Dylan looks frustrated. I'm he happy to be here. The season slipping away. Because you know, if in game five they go to Utah. I can't believe they're not going to win a single game at home. Wow. So they go back to Utah for game five, and it's over, dude. Yeah, it's done. That's okay. I mean, it's likely done. If Memphis doesn't win tonight, they get one more game in Utah, which anything is possible, but it looks like Utah's got it figured out. Yeah, play Donovan Mitchell and hit more threes. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Make shots and uh, don't hold Donovan out. <laughs> well, that was a decent gamble. They thought maybe they could pull one off. Yeah. I thought it was interesting. Uh, last week, Monty Williams pulled Chris Paul out of the game after like 20 minutes of playing time. Chris Paul just sat on the bench. I guess he couldn't argue. He was hurt. All right. Minute and a half. Who's got the ball? Grizzlies? Let's see. While it's on the commercial, let's talk about Sunday's games. All right. S- Sunday was a chock full of fun games. We had uh, Atlanta beat New York to take the series yep. lead 3-1. Phoenix beat LA to tie it up. Brooklyn scored 141 on Boston to take the series lead 3-1. And then the Clippers beat Dallas. They beat Dallas's butt. Wasn't even close. It was 106 to 81. That was surprising to me. I was watching that game. I actually had bet money on that game for Dallas to win. It was in Dallas. And they lost 106 to 81. I was like, no way. Dallas is going to take the 3-1 lead right here. They did not. Okay, the game's back on. Grizzlies game. Go Grizz, come on. Guard that three-point line. See how Jaron had to come out to Donovan? Yeah. Not not good. (laughs) He he missed it. Well, he stayed with him. Jaron's a big man. Yeah, he stayed with him there. You got uh, a... Thank you for finally, like, attacking. You got got a minute left and you're down eight. What are y'all fucking doing? You have to go straight to the fucking rack over and over and over right now. He tried to. It's so amazing that Josh tries to dunk those. <laughs> he tried to dunk on, dunk on uh, Gobert. He's been trying to get him. He wants that top shot. <laughs> he wants the top. Yeah, that's what he's thinking. Top shots. I got to improve my top shot stock. What's the three count for Utah right now? They've hit 17 for 35 at 48%. Grizzlies are 9 for 33 at 27%. So mm-hmm. the Grizzlies are going to lose this shit. Mm-hmm. Though they're only down six, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, well, you know what else is crazy? Desmond Bain is 100% from the field goals, 100% from three, 
he only has 17 minutes and seven uh, points. Coach likes Grayson. Look at this shit. Jaron Jackson's two of nine from three. <sighs> he's still figuring it out. Well, he's out of time. I don't trade know. him for Paul George. Just trade him for Desmond Bain. Just move him. <laughs> I got you. You could do that. Bain is a basketball player. Yeah. And he's uh, been healthy and he's ready to win now. He's, he's not like coming back. He's not all fucked up in the head because he can't hit shots. Bain's ready to hoop. What are we doing? I mean, Jaron's got 18 points, but it's what he's making is clearly like all inside. All right, so back to Sunday games. Yeah, that was all just cool, fun games. You had the Knicks, Hawks, the Lakers, Suns, Brooklyn, and then that crazy Clippers-Dallas series, which I don't know what to make of that shit anymore. What are you going to do this week, Bo? You got any plans? Kids got soccer tomorrow night till 8.30. Another soccer practice Thursday night. I don't know. No plans. Just, Doing kid stuff. Just parenting. Going to Aldi tomorrow. Aldi? Is that the grocery? Yeah. I guess I got to have dinner ready by 5 p.m. tomorrow. Okay. You know. Stuff. I mean, that's just day-to-day stuff. I was, I was thinking more like, all right, Grizzlies are back on. No, I don't. I don't have... Uh, any plan specifically? Kate's working a twenty-four hour shift Friday and a twenty-four hour shift on Sunday. So and the Jazz are holding the ball. The Grizzlies are not fouling. Down eight. Don't foul now. It's fucking five seconds left. What's the fucking point? They're not. They fouled jump ball. I couldn't tell. But no, I don't have any plans. How about you? Anything specific, special coming up? What am I going to do this week? I'm going to watch a shitload of basketball. I'm excited about that. A lot of work to do. No, I don't think there's anything fun on the schedule. Hey, Jaron made a three. Five-point game, 16 seconds. Steal it. Foul. 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 They ran so much clock off the last time the Jazz had a ball. I don't understand. Oh, what am I going to do this week? I'll go buy a new car. It's a bad idea, but don't listen to me. I may go up there and I may go up there and just be like, hey, look. What can we do for even trade? (laughs) I want a truck. This one's got 30,000 miles. All your trucks got a hundred thousand miles. So, how do we make this an even deal? How come Kleiman's wearing a damn N95? Mm-hmm. Maybe he's not vaccinated. I doubt that. I would assume that Zach Kleiman is vaccinated. Oh yeah, I would assume so. Yeah. Was he like twenty nine years old and has a postgraduate degree in? In law, he's he's got his JD. No mean shit if he doesn't believe that it can hurt him, or if he. I just 
I think you're right, but I think that demographic is more likely than not to be vaccinated. I've talked to a lot of people that are doing it for selfish reasons, like not vaccinating for selfish reasons. Like look at selfish? those look at those young guys. Huh? Well, yeah. Yeah, the Grizzlies are young. But yeah, no, yeah, people are like not getting vaccinated because they they're like I'm fucking I'm in my 20s. That's stupid though. Like you, I know. You and if you step I, on a rusty I nail, I don't know what's in that shot. I know, but that's what people say, man. I'm like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. That's what I'm saying. Is like you have you get how how do you avoid tetanus? You get your 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 Tdap vaccine. What happens if you're carrying it and you go see a family member and pass that's, it on to them? That yeah, family member that has kids, the kids aren't vaccinated. Exactly. Or an older grandparent. Grizzlies lost seven point game, one twenty, one thirteen. We don't need to get into vaccine discussion. It's a fucking no, it's, shit show. It's stupid, but it's a part of our lives. But we're all vaccinated. We did our part, so fuck it. Fuck them. You don't want to get vaxxed. I don't want to fucking hear you complaining about having to wear a mask anywhere ever. I can't believe I have to wear this mask. Well, you didn't get vaccinated. These people, like, you're not going to be able to get on an airplane at some point. It'll eventually get kind of go away. Maybe. Unless there's another super surge. That now that everything's some... opened the fuck back up everywhere. They got everywhere, 20, yeah. They got 15,000 fans in Madison Square Garden. Oh, we'll see how New York does. It'll be interesting. Shall see. There could be a surge I'm coming down, but who knows? And then just like last year, everybody's like, oh, what happens when flu season hits? Whatever. All right. Grizzlies did not get the series to two to two like they were supposed to. Like everybody else did. Grizzlies are going to be out early. Utah's going to rest. All those other series are going to go seven games. Utah is just going to be chilling. Just Practicing their threes. <laughs> All right, Bo. What series are we watching this week? What are we, what are we doing? We need some direction. What series do we want to make sure we keep up with? I guess the, the, the Clipper, the Clippers, and the Mavericks is that's two two. What about Denver that's, Portland? Yeah, that's a good one too. I. Which one do you want to watch the closest so we have like a little more direction next week? What are we mm. most interested in? It can be both of those or I'm uh, just Clippers Dallas. Let's do it. Uh, uh, yeah, I, th I guess Clippers Dallas. I think there's a lot at stake for the Clippers, though. I like the Lakers Suns and I like the Nuggets Trailblazers as well. Cool. I don't know. Let's focus in since. You said it first, and I asked you. We'll focus in on that. It'll be like our focus series for next week. I just made a new uh, segment. It's called Focus Series. Okay? All right. Focus. Focus. All right. I guess that's it, bud. All right. I got Hopefully, nothing else. I, I don't know if we covered anything or we did, did or didn't. I don't, I don't have no know. idea. I feel like we just said things and. I don't yeah. really care. 
like I said at the beginning of the show, I've just been kind of watching them playoffs and kind of trying to decide what I'm interested in and who I want to watch. And then it's been like all Grizzlies, which has been kind of a letdown here, but still fun. It's cool to see them going at it. No, I'm I'm very happy with the Grizzlies. Cool. They've they have not gotten blown out. Mm-mm. They've been they've been in it. Like if if Jaron, you know, he was the, if Jaron was the legit number two instead of Dylan being the legit number two, then I think it could be. They could at least win one more game, bring it to six. Okay. Which maybe next year they're not. Instead of like a plan, a seed, they're a six seed. Or worse. Oh, well, remain to be seen. Golden State doesn't appear to be going anywhere. We'll see. No. Yeah. We don't need to go that far ahead. <laughs> exactly. But, like, it is kind of interesting. Memphis is like, uh, I don't know, like the Atlanta of the West. Mm hmm. Maybe the New York of the West. We're in that area. How do they get better? They just need time. I think the Grizzlies just need time. Anyway. I agree. That'll pretty much wrap it up. Uh, Pretty much do it. Thank you, Bo, for not just bailing on the podcast this week. Appreciate you. (laughs) Thanks, man. Happy Memorial Day to everybody. Don't ever forget the ones who have fallen for your freedom. Brian, I'll see you next week. We're going to have a nice long talk. (laughs) All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. That's it. You don't understand. I ain't scared of you motherfuckers. 